On this edition of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast, he's been consistent at the plate and on the mound. Sylvan Lake Gulls two-way star Kyle Fralick joins us. To episode 144 of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast. I'm Joe McFarland. Before we get started, we want to take a moment to congratulate a few Alberta athletes for being named Baseball Canada national teams. At the end of July, the women's national team showcase roster was announced with four Albertans named. Ellie Jesperson, Haley Lawler, Helena Appleyard, and Madison Willen have been taking part in the showcase in Quebec this past week, hoping to turn some heads for future camps and tournaments. And earlier this week, the junior national team training camp roster was unveiled, with a total of three Albertans on that list. Max Hartman, Caden Haluka, and Connor Pope made the cut, as did several of their teammates from out of province who play with Dogs Academy and Vauxhall Academy. They will all be heading to Ontario soon for a couple of weeks, then a team will be chosen from that to travel to Florida for a seven-game friendship series against the U.S. We'll keep you posted on any developments with all of those athletes in the weeks ahead. Now on to this week's podcast guest. Kyle Freilich has been as consistent as they come for the Sylvan Lake Gulls this summer, and he's doing it as a two-way threat. At the plate, the Nippowin Saskatchewan native is hitting 330 with six home runs and 29 RBIs in 29 games. On the mound, he's made 11 appearances, mostly in relief, sporting a 1-3 record with five saves and a 2.40 ERA. He put up similar numbers this past spring with Colby Community College, drawing interest from the WCBL's Moose Jaw Miller Express. When they weren't able to take part this season, Freilich looked elsewhere and found a home in Sylvan Lake with a few of his Trojan teammates. Last week we caught up to talk about his experience so far, his baseball journey and much more. Kyle, thanks so much for joining us here on the podcast. Hey, yeah, thanks for having me. Let's start off talking about what this season's been like for you and you're having a heck of a season so far. How are you enjoying things so far? Uh, Yeah, I'm absolutely loving it. Uh, To be able to get the opportunity to play out here in Sylvan Lake And, uh, you know, it's been a great group of guys and we weren't sure, you know, coming in if we were going to have a season a few months ago and stuff like that. So it's just great to be out here playing baseball this summer. I know you had initially committed to Moose Jaw. So what made Sylvan Lake so appealing to you? Um, Well, I kind of talked with, like, obviously Tyler McWillie. I played with him down in Colby and he had mentioned he was coming here. And then my coach down in Colby also knows Chatwood. So I said, you know, when the SAS side wasn't going to go, um, I said I wanted to play more baseball and see if there was an opportunity to get out here. And they, uh, yeah, they, our coaches connected and it worked out that there was another spot here for me. So you mentioned McWillie, and I know talking to him, he's that dual two way guy as well as you are. You're hitting the skin off mm-hmm. the baseball. You're also among the league leaders in saves. How fun is being able to play different positions and contribute for both as well? Oh, it's been awesome. Um, you know, just to be able to, play both sides of the ball and like you said, contribute and help the team win any way I can uh, is lots of fun. And then being able to come in and that, you know, the last couple innings there and get some saves, especially in front of the awesome Sylvan crowd that we've had uh, has been, it's been amazing. Tons of fun. So yeah, it's been really good. I was going to ask about that side of things. I've heard from a few guys already, but what's that like actually being able to play in front of fans again? It's been a long time, obviously for a lot of people and just the energy in the building. What's that been like? It's really cool. Um, you know, it, it's almost like a little bit electric, I'd say, like 
and they obviously the fans here make us feel like celebrities and the game fun is fun on its own but that just adds a whole nother element to uh to you know be able to play in front of fans and hear them cheering for you it's amazing what's been key to your success so far this season um probably some like a little more dedication um you know to making some sacrifices here and there for uh for the sport and uh, just, I think it's been reps. Um, I haven't played this many games in a season before, so it's been awesome to, to continue to play day after day, which has been been really good. Coming into the season, did you have any expectations for yourself, especially knowing that you're still sort of kind of knocking the rust off from COVID and fresh off that college season as well? Did you kind of go in with expectations, or did you go in with a bit of a, a of an open mind? Yeah, I definitely, definitely think I came into this summer season with an open mind, you know, my first year in the WCBL. So I wasn't sure what to expect and stuff like that. And I just knew, I knew it was going to be a fun place to play. Um, and so I just, at my, my mindset kind of coming in was no, no expectations, but to just to enjoy every moment and, you know, make the most of the experience and getting to play here in Sylvan. So did it change at all, given that you weren't able to play close to home like you would have been able to with, say, Moose Jaw, being able to be a little bit away from home and maybe be able to further that college career sort of thing, if you know what I mean by that? it's it, Was that sort of one of the, the expectations that you came into it with? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. I knew just kind of coming out here, you know, I, I didn't know, like I wouldn't say I knew a whole bunch of people out in this area, so I knew coming in it was going to be, you know, a summer to focus on baseball and kind of do my thing that way mm-hmm. um yeah so like I, I like my family's been able to come out but they're not all the, there all the time so i guess yeah it's more more focus i guess a little less distractions definitely made a difference speaking of family i assume that they had a pretty big influence on you in terms of getting you uh into sports i know we'll get into the multi-sport part in a second but let's talk about mm-hmm. baseball specifically here do you remember the first time you played the game and when you might have fallen in love with it uh, I don't remember the first time I played the game. I know all the time we were, you know, dad had me and my brother out in the backyard and we've always played in the backyard. I, I remember those experiences. Nippon is your hometown. You're legit enough in hockey that you have an elite prospects page. What mm-hmm. was it like for you trying to balance the needs for both sports? Yeah, it was uh, a little easier growing up in Nippon because, you know, kind of hockey for me growing up was the more dominant, dominant side of the like I played more hockey, and then uh, as I got older, I just realized that you know baseball, baseball meant a little more to me. Um, and so then, you know, the hockey season and baseball season didn't overlap a whole bunch. But as I realized that I wanted to pursue baseball more, I had to kind of make that sacrifice. And then I think in grade eleven, I quit playing hockey. And so then I knew, like, if I wanted to be elite in one, like, to succeed at one, that I would have to choose. So. Yeah, kind of grade 11, I, I changed over to just playing baseball, and I ended up going to the Sask Academy uh, in Saskatoon, and that uh, that really helped my game, I feel like, to get more reps and just to play. I've played all year round, so that made a difference. What was it about baseball that drew you to that versus trying to go the, the traditional Canadian hockey route? <laughs> well, when I was little... Um, I was always like, I love hockey, and I would used to tell my family that I was going to play in the NHL, but one day my brother kind of looked over at me and he's like, Kyle, like, you're not even the best player in Nippon. Like, what makes you think you're going to make the NHL? So that kind of that kind of like set me straight a little bit. And and then, uh, like, I, I don't know, just baseball has always meant a little bit more to me. 
um, getting to play with my brother a lot. Uh, and that was kind of the last sport we played together. So that was definitely, uh, it means more, more to play baseball for me. Very cool. When you were growing up, did you have favorite teams, favorite players? Who did you grow up idolizing? Uh, yeah, I was always been a Blue Jays fan. I remember we would sit down and watch Blue Jays games and that was a big, big part of the day. Um, I, I loved watching guys like, like Jose Bautista play. I always remember him and Edwin Encarnacion. So those guys were pretty big for me. Now, obviously hockey and baseball, but being from a small town in Saskatchewan, just like in Alberta, I assume there's probably another few sports in the mix. Did you play any others? Yeah. Yeah. I played uh, volleyball all the way up through high school and then um, badminton. Those were, I played those two uh, pretty much every year. And then there was a few years in there where I managed to squeak in football and basketball as well, but didn't, didn't really stick with them because they got in the way of hockey. No, no kidding. Talk a little bit about that multi-sport thing for a second, because it's sometimes feels like there's so much pressure on kids to play just one sport. What do you think are some of the benefits of playing multiple? Uh, I definitely think like injury prevention is a big one. You know, I, I got to give my arm a break in the summer season and then kind of the, like the legs a break from the hockey season with the base. So yeah, switching that and just being a better all around athlete. I feel like playing multiple sports, you know, it teaches you to be like hand, some teach hand eye, some teach like strength and power, some teach endurance. Um, so I think it's super important to have all those. I was always a guy, like I always said to my parents, I was like, I want like, and like you said, there's lots of pressure because it's tough to be elite at one when you're playing multiple. Mm-hmm. So I always said, like, I want to pick, I want to pick, but they, I'm glad they always push me to play multiple because I definitely think it's helped me be a better athlete now. You've received a lot of accolades over the course of your young career so far in Saskatchewan, including the Sask Baseball Player of the Year 18U last season. What do those kinds of recognitions mean to you and anyone particular that kind of sticks out to you as being maybe a little bit closer to your heart? Uh, yeah, it's really cool um, to be, you know, to see the work pay off. And like, obviously, like one of the things I like to focus on is it's all about the process, not the outcome. But then those are some of the outcome things that kind of that kind of show that the process is working. You know, I just I'd like like my family definitely helped me, and you know, I kind of play for them if that makes any sense. Mm. And then definitely had some great coaches along the way help me get to where I am, which I'm very thankful for. Any of those coaches or people in particular that you want to single out right now? You got that opportunity with a little bit of a platform here. Yeah, I'd like to thank like Greg Bronze. He's helped me a lot. Um, Chad Hoffman. He was my coach in high school. Um, my uncle Jamie, uh, he coached me kind of when I was a younger guy. Um, and, you know, he was really good at molding me more as a person than as a player because he always knew he's like the athletic ability is going to pay off. But he's making sure that I had the personality traits to uh, to continue to be a successful person later on in life. I was reading an article where it said that uh, you had trained or maybe been coached by Logan Hoffman as well, and you can correct me if I'm wrong in what I read there. Mm-hmm. Um, what's it meant to you to have someone like that in your back pocket? Because he is going through the journey himself, and he, he has yeah. seen some success with the, the Pirates organization. Yeah, yeah, it's it's been amazing to have him. Uh, you know, we we still are in touch, uh, you know, probably about weekly, um, and just chatting and, like, being able to, understand the things he's going through and it's it's been huge in helping me kind of put things into perspective I guess you know like sometimes when you're playing and throughout the season you lose sight of like what's what's really going on and he's been good to like when we chat to kind of 
keep an idea of what's really happening. So, and like being able to pick his brain, like, man, that guy, he's got everything. Like he's got the dedication and all that stuff. And that's learning his uh, discipline has definitely been a big part that he's helped me out with. And coming off that first season at Colby, I believe he was a Colby guy as well. Um, what was what's that experience been like for you in terms of making that transition from the small town Saskatchewan roots to somewhere down in the states? Uh, I actually like the first year at Colby. I had an unreal time. You know, like obviously you had Cleary Simpson on, and he said how awesome the place is. And yeah, Colby's been amazing. It's actually a very similar sized town to Nippon. Hmm. So it wasn't like a big culture shock for me, which was nice. And then in in Colby, there's not a whole bunch to do but play baseball, which was kind of something that stuck out to me and I really enjoy. So, yes, it's been really good to make that change over and be able to play down in the States. Obviously, it's a long ways from home, but uh, like I said, once I'm there, it's just you kind of get to put the blinders on and just focus on perfecting the craft. Speaking of perfecting the craft, what all do you want to work on over the course of the next few weeks here, not just in Sylvan Lake, but obviously getting set up for, for next college season as well? What kinds of things are you trying to to improve upon or things that you want to fine-tune? Uh, on the hitting side of things, I definitely want to improve plate discipline. I think that's a big one for me, um, you know, just choosing good pitches to hit. Um, and then pitching side, I'm really working on getting uh, better off-speed pitches. Um, I've kind of been able to get away with using my fastball um, more than the average pitcher. Uh, but I know if I want to be able to get to that next level, that the off-speed command and uh, deception is definitely something that I'm going to have to work on going forward. I was asking Tyler McWillie about this one as well. And I want to ask you about a given a two-way player as well. Uh, when you look at a guy like Shohei doing what he's doing at, at the MLB level, does it give you a little bit of hope that maybe you could do that one day as well? Yeah, you know, watching Shohei has been amazing, um, and it's really cool to see. But I think, like, he's – one thing that I've noticed is, like, it takes for, – for a two-way like that, it takes a little bit of, like, kind of special treatment because you have to be able to get your throw in and, and while still managing the body as a hitter. Mm-hmm. So I would love to continue to, you know, be a two-way at the next level, but I definitely know, like, it's going to take – it's going to take a lot of work and – it's just like maintaining the body and all that stuff. It's uh, it's a, more of a difficult task, but no, I think, I think, you know, you're going to see more people now that he's doing it in the MLB, you're going to see more people, uh, you know, trying to make that two way impression for sure. Have you thought at all about that possibility down the line that you might have to make a decision? And do you have a preference as far as whether or not you want to go to a hitter or a pitcher? Um, I have been asked that question a couple of times in the last few months and, one time I answered hitter and one time I answered pitcher. So <laughs> right now for me, it's no, I, I don't have a preference. Um, and like some days it's some days it's one, some days it's the other. So I think coming down the line, if I, if I do end up picking, I think one will speak to me more, but for right now, no, I'm just going to try and put as much work as I can into both. And obviously enjoy both as well. Speaking of enjoyment, any favorite memories or moments in baseball so far in your young journey? Uh, I got it. I got to go to a trip, uh, Fukui, Japan for the World Children's Baseball Fair. Um, that was a pretty cool experience. I don't think I'll ever forget that one. Um, and then just being able to, you know, Team Sask pickups for t- tournaments at like Canada Cup and stuff, That those are definitely memories that'll stick with me as well. Yeah, and then meeting meeting some great people along the way that I'm 
like that I met through baseball um, that, you know, are going to be in my life a long time. So that's definitely, definitely something that's going to stick with me. Tell us a little bit more about that Japan trip. Not everybody gets a chance to do an international thing like that. What was that experience like? Uh, that was really cool. So when I was young, I got to like um, go with four other guys from Sask and we got to go experience kind of the Japanese life and we were living in dorms. My parents didn't get to go. So it was a pretty big, pretty big deal for me mm-hmm. as a young guy. I think I was like 12 maybe to huh? to be able to go to an international uh, country on my own. Like it was pretty big deal. So um, definitely like helped me mature as a person, even at a younger age and become more independent. Um, and the, the trip was amazing. And uh, I, I just, I remember snippets and like, we got to play, we got to play like first day was like kickball and they were just teaching basics, but still to see all the other cultures there at the world children's baseball fair was really cool. Something that I'll never forget. No doubt. One of the questions we typically ask here on the podcast surrounds advice. You typically, Logan Hoffman might have been able to provide a piece of it or those people who go through your life as a young kid and you look up to them and they give you that glimpse of inspiration, I'll call it. So now that you're that person who's got the the benefit of hindsight and you know, you're know ta- maybe you're speaking to those kids that are just starting out on their baseball journey, what piece of advice would you give to them? Um, you know, I'd definitely say like I mentioned it earlier, trust the process, you know, like trust the process. And it's a, like, it's about the process, not the outcome. I definitely, I'm a big advisor of that. Like, I think that's super important. And then uh, obviously like self-discipline is just, it's amazing and helping for sport along the way. But it's also like, those are lessons that like they're going to help throughout life, not just baseball. And uh, that's one of the reasons I love baseball so much is because it's like, it's got so many lessons in it that a that uh, apply to life as well, not just sport. Final question for you. It's the question we ask everybody, Kyle. What does this game of baseball mm-hmm. mean to you? Uh, this game uh, this game means a lot to me in respect. Like, I lost a, my brother to cancer, and he was kind of the, he's kind of the reason I play. Um, you know, I, I play for all the kids who can't, and just every day I get to step on the field. It, uh, it means a little more because he's not able to anymore. And you know, I, so I get to play for him. And that's kind of what baseball means to me is, you know, I got a little more reason behind it and get to play for someone who doesn't anymore. That might be one of the most heartfelt answers to that question we've ever heard. So, Kyle, uh, our hearts out to you and your family and and just a great answer, a great human being by the sounds of it as well. Very nice to chat with you, to get to know you a little bit here on the podcast. Uh, Congratulations on all the success you've had to this point and continued success going forward. Thanks again for joining us. Awesome. Thanks, Joe. Thanks again to Kyle Freilich for joining us this week, and thanks to all of you for downloading and listening. Just a reminder that this weekend is a big one for baseball in our country, as the WCBL's Baseball Day in Canada will be happening at Seaman Stadium in Okotoks. Dogs Black will be taking on the Edmonton Prospects in a doubleheader that'll be live-streamed with a full-day webcast featuring interviews, panel discussions, and of course, the two games. Until next time, thanks for all of your support, no matter the platform of Alberta Dugout Stories.